0: Welcome again, friends, to the Catholic Club Podcast. Today, I have a reading for us from St. Augustine, and I find it to be very pertinent, and I find it to be very timely wisdom from a saint who has gone before us and offered so much wisdom to us and I hope that you find these words life-giving and inspiring as I have so my friends let's dive into this beautiful work from St. Augustine's Discords on the Psalms Our thoughts in this present life should turn to the praise of God because it is in praising God that we shall rejoice forever in the life to come and no one can be ready for the next life unless he trains himself for it now so we praise God during our earthly life and at the same time we make our petition to him our praise is expressed with joy our petitions with yearning we have been promised something we do not yet possess and because the promise was made by one who keeps his word we trust him and are glad but in so far as possession is delayed we can no longer we can only long and yearn for it it is good for us to reserve and longing until we receive what was promised and yearning is over then praise alone will remain because there are two periods of time the one that is now Beset with trials and troubles of this life, and the other yet to come, a life of everlasting serenity and joy. We are given two liturgical seasons, one before Easter and the other after the season before Easter signifies the troubles in which we live here and now, while the times after Easter, which are celebrating at present, which we are celebrating at present signifies the happiness that will be ours in the future that what we commemorate before Easter is what we experience in this life what we celebrate after Easter points to something we do not yet possess this is why we keep the first season with fasting and prayer but now the fast is over and we devote the present season to praise Such is the meaning of the Alleluia we sing. Both these periods are represented and demonstrated for us in Christ our head. The Lord's passion depicts for our present life of trial, shows how we must suffer and be afflicted and finally die. The Lord's resurrection and glorification shows us the life that will be given to us in the future. Now therefore, brethren, we urge you to praise God. That is what we are all telling each other when we say, Alleluia. You say to your neighbor, Praise the Lord, and he says the same to you. We are all urging one another to praise the Lord, and all thereby doing what each of us urges the other to do. But see that your praise comes from your whole being, in other words, see that your praise—that you praise God not with your lips and voice alone, but with your minds, with your lives and all your actions. We are all praising God now, assembled as we are here in church. But when we go our various ways, it seems as if we cease to praise God. But provided we do not cease to live a good life, we shall always be praising God. You cease to praise God only when you swerve from justice and from what is pleasing to God. If you never turn aside from the good life, your tongue may be silent, but your actions will cry aloud, and God will perceive your intentions. For as our ears hear each other's voice, so do God's ears hear our thoughts. Ah, very timely, very timely wisdom we have from Augustine right now. Because I just, it seems that in just because things seem extraordinarily crazy. Things seem extraordinarily confusing. There's such a cause for anxiety and fear. But just looking at what Augustine says, you know, it's important to praise God why? Because in praising God, we shall find joy. And this, this, uh, this imagery that he paints for us, that we should seek petitions to him, not with anxiety, but with eager yearning. It just seems so uh, contradictory sometimes to the way that we find the spiritual life, right? Because in Lent, there's just this tension which is, you know, depicted by that first season that Augustine says. And I'll just a side note. I think it's really beautiful how he says there are two seasons. You know, the season before Easter and the season after Easter. Because when you look at the liturgical season of our Eastern Catholic brothers and sisters, you see that everything is defined by Easter, which they call Pascha. And you literally have, like, Pascha, and then you have a week after Pascha, and then two weeks, and then three weeks, and then forty weeks. It just continuous. It's defined. Everything is defined by Easter. And you have the season before Easter, and you have the season after Easter. So literally, in the liturgy of the Eastern Catholic faith, it is literally defined in two seasons. The season before, and the season after. But going back to what we were saying before, in the Lenten struggles and asceticism, it's really easy to get caught up in... The struggle of penance. But in the Christian life, when we read this from Augustine, you know, our strength really comes from praising God, which leads to joy. And he paints this beautiful image of just like effortless striving for God. Not that it's hard, but just the internal. Self is at peace. The internal self is beset with joy. The internal self is just rightly directed as it is in heaven, especially in this liturgical season now. And there are some other extremely beautiful notes, but I just want to linger there. I just want to linger in that beautiful I Just praising God is our joy and sets our hearts in peace. I think another beautiful note here is when Augustine says, we have been promised something we do not yet possess. And because the promise is made by one who keeps his word, we trust and are glad insofar as possession is delayed. We can only long and yearn for it. I love that notion of just, be, you know, being glad That we know the promise will be fulfilled because we know who our God is. We know he is a trustworthy God. So we can gladly wait in patience. Another beautiful point that's made by Augustine is that our, our eternity starts now. Where we find ourselves in our present life is a good depiction of where we are heading in the next. And you know, this is not something only regaled to Augustine, but also Saint John Chrysostom. uh, and in a little bit more of a a somber note, and this is giving me paraphrasing him, but he says, you know, we can clearly see that hell exists by those who live in hell around us, and we can see that their lives resemble hell because of the choices. They make, and we can see that hell exists through their example because we see all the dysfunction of sin culminating in their lives. But today we have the opposite reflection of that same story that, you know, in heaven we have what? Eternal bliss. We have eternal paradise. But if we're going to be a heavenly people, we have to start acting like a heavenly people because eternity starts. Today, we're living in our eternity, and we're working towards it. So if you want to be a member of heaven, you have to learn how to praise God and be joyful. What an interesting notion in the Catholic life. One would think that the most important things is just being good, arbitrarily good. But we find in the words of Augustine that one of the most important things we can do is praise God and learn how to be a citizen of heaven, and later on we can see some practical implications of that. He says, "Praise God in everything that you do. Let your praise not only be in your voice alone but in your life and in your actions you know it's It's beautiful because we can thank God for many things. We can praise God for many things, and praise can find itself in an act in a prayer of thanksgiving right so uh and moments of frustration. You know, it's okay that you are not having an inner peace in a time of trial. But one can be thankful, especially afterwards. I find that, yes, it is always good to be vulnerable and honest with God in the relationship. And always, like, if you're feeling angry, like, okay, like, bring that. Bring that into your prayer, yes. But, Afterwards, when the anger passes, you know, it's good. You know, thank God for the gift of anger and passion that you can give him that, that you can surrender your will, that you're giving the opportunity to surrender the anger that you felt. That's a gift, right? Your anger can be a gift to God when you give it to him. Or you can find yourself in a different situation. You can find yourself in a situation where, you know, someone's around you and they need help and you can thank them. What a beautiful thing. It's like, thank you God for bringing this person into my life and that you made me have a willing spirit today or you gave me a willing spirit today. There's so much that we can do to orient our lives to look like a citizen of heaven. So friends, I hope that is an inspiring word for you. But before we leave, I have one more bonus reading from St. Paul to his letter to the Philippians. And I am going to carefully orient the book now because it is amazing how in the way this might can be. A reading from Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 4, starting at verse 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I will say, rejoice. Let all men know your forbearance. The Lord is at hand. Have no anxiety about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your heart and your minds in Christ. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, Whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the God of peace will be with you.